There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. So to the Vice TV docuseries Dark Side of the 2000s was all about The Bachelor. And some former staffers have come out pretty much admitting something we all kind of knew. And that is that they went to disturbing lengths to get reactions out of contestants. And one of the people they talked to was the ex-casting director herself, Marky Costello, Mm. who said contestants were very carefully chosen. Quote, she just went through a breakup. She just got over anorexia. She's been a bridesmaid 15 times, but never a bride. All of these make perfect sense to me. Um, this one, she's going to bleep somebody on day one. So you kind of feel like you get those vibes from certain people that you meet. Absolutely. When you meet them, you're like, oh boy, somebody needs to give her, she's like two tequila shots away from a Mm -hmm. good time. Yeah. But it's more than just like, yes, you have a sense, you know, you get a certain vibe, but they go deep. Like they look into your past. They want to know everything. They want to know your turn ons, your turn offs, your fears, I wonder what their life story, like their psychological survey is like, what questions are they asking you to get all of this information out of you? I'm sure it's intense. Yeah, I mean, I've told this story before, but a buddy from from high school, he applied to be part of the real world when it was in Toronto, I think. And he went through probably two to three months before they booted him and said, you're not crazy enough to be on this show. And he was telling me that all of the links and psychological evaluations and just these situations they'd put him in just to get him it's fired like up. torture almost. Just to watch his reactions because they were trying to create exactly what we're just now hearing. Yeah. On right. these things, you know, like what's going to set you off? What's going to what's going to get you emotional? What's going to get you to fight? Mm-hmm. How much brown liquor do we have to give you in order for you to flip that switch? Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So you, you go from the ex casting director who's speaking out to one of the producers, the producer, Michael Carroll, said they would extensively learn these contestants backstories and then wield them like a weapon. That's a direct quote. That's crazy. He said, we had a lot of tactics on how to get a girl to cry on camera. Uh, You know, we all had our own shtick. Um, But the idea is you had to go for their hot buttons. 
You know, their, their dad left them when they were eight years old or they were left at the altar. You know, that's how it is if you want to be successful working on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And contestants who didn't cry enough got the boot. Season four contestant Kelly Joe Higgins was on this thing too. And she said alcohol, I mean, you know, a lot of them have said this, but she said alcohol is used like a truce here more than anything else, especially on the ladies. And it definitely played some role in people either being more comfortable in front of the camera or just willing to share more. Yeah, but I'm wondering like where you said like some contestants got the boot. Is that like once they made the show? If they didn't cry enough, they would be like, well, Jeff, you're not picking Chrissy. Yeah, because don't give her a rose. Yeah, because all those psychological tests and all the background stories and everything else, at the end of the day, if we can't get emotion out of this person, then... You're not picking her. I don't care if you have a connection or not. We're not getting any drama out of this one, so let's cut them. Yeah. That had... Wow. Hey, it looked good on paper. It looked like they had a crazy story. I thought maybe we'd, you know, this would go somewhere with them, but Mm -hmm. it's not happening. Let's cut them. But it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. All right, you know, Kylie Jenner, Taylor Swift, they are all known for loving their private jets. But we have Billie Eilish, who actually ended up flying economy recently. We didn't really know where the plane was going, but she has about a net worth of $30 million, and she ended up flying her and her entire team economy. Look at that. Isn't that amazing? Humbling. I know, very humbling. So that's the thing. A lot of fans are like, like, oh my God, look how humbling. Oh my God, I want to work for Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's so, handing out $50,000, yes. man, to her Note crew. To like, self, we're flying don't economy. Work for we're, we're over here. I love you, Billy. Airlines with uh, Billy Eilish. <laughs> well, see, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if she had like a last minute thing that she was like, we got to get on this plane. And they're like, well, we can put you in the back. She's like, all right. Sold. Yeah. So we're hearing that she didn't have any like extravagances, but I guess like you weren't allowed to go near her or the team, not even to use the restroom. Like everyone had to go to the back of the plane to use the restroom. They weren't allowed to use the restroom towards the front, which was right next to Billy. Okay. Yeah. I think it's cool though. I mean, do you know any stars that would probably go economy? They'd be like, nah, thanks. I'm just going to rent a jet. Oh, until I personally am inconvenienced by a star on my plane because I can't use the bathroom that's closest to my seat. Yes. Now I'm not as impressed. (laughs) Jen and I sat next to the the guy that played Tarzan once. Oh, yeah? Remember like a million years? Brendan Fraser? No. This was the WB or the CW Tarzan. Oh, the TV show. The TV show. He was sitting right behind us one time on a flight out to L.A. to go to American Idol. And Jen was like, is that? I'm like, yes, that's Tarzan. Yeah, I sat behind George Clinton one time. Oh, you did? P-Funk All-Stars. Oh, that's fun. How'd that smell? Like weed. <laughs> like my neighborhood this morning. That's what I told Jeff. I said, there is a skunk in our neighborhood or somebody is getting real high in Having Ross right now. a major pog party in Ross. <laughs> All right, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. The series finale of Riverdale got people talking, but it wasn't all good. Spoiler alert. I'm sad Jen's not here because this is one of her big shows. Riverdale? Yeah, she watches Riverdale. And she's always telling me, Fritch, have you watched it yet? I'm like, no. She's always like, you you would love it. This is totally your kind of show. Well, in case you weren't aware, the show ended with Betty, Archie, Jughead, and Veronica in a four-way polyamorous relationship, and some fans just weren't into it. What happened? (laughs) I I did say spoiler alert. (laughs) 
One said, quote, a quad, B word, I think TF not. Another said, I'm sorry, I was legit crying over finding out the fates of other characters just to break into hysterical laughter of Archie, Betty, Jug, and Veronica being in a quad relationship. All right. I wonder uh, how that worked out. Are they all living together? I don't know. A lot of negative comments. There, some were positive, like this one. Riverdale fans hating on the Archie, Veronica, Betty, Jug had quad relationship. Y'all are so boring. I'm sorry. Mm. So There's that. There you go. Well, I have some that, news. Is the, that concludes this spoiler alert for today. <laughs> I feel like you should have put some sort of alarm on that, right? I'll see what I can come up with. kind of like our Amazon Prime Day deal when you just come on and <laughs> ring all the bells. Here, let me see if I have something. Something that I can break out next time we have a spoiler alert. Because, you know, it's not the last time. This will come up again. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a controversial topic. Oh, there you, there you go. go. That's pretty good. All right, so here's some music news. A couple of things. First, Ed Sheeran announced his new album is going to be called Autumn Variations, and it's 14 songs about 14 different friends. So we don't know exactly when that's going to come out yet, but that's going to be great to hear. That'd be cool. And then this was exciting news that I read about yesterday. We've been telling you for a while on the hot list that Nelly Furtado, Justin Timberlake, and Timbaland have all been in the studio together. Like they were FaceTiming each other and they were taking pictures together and all that good stuff. Well, we are going to have new music from them next Friday, September the 1st. Ooh, okay. I cannot wait for that. And then at some point today, Jeff, you said we have a new Miley Cyrus song. We do. I don't, it's kind of like a slow ballady song. That's uh, what I'm told. I can't wait to hear it. Yep. Should be it's good. It's big. Uh, I believe it's coming up after shortly after 7 o'clock. Great. I can't wait to hear it. Also this weekend, uh, three big movies coming out. Gran Turismo. That looks good. Retribution and Golda. Uh, Gran Turismo is a biographical sports drama about how Jan Martinborough went from a teenage Gran Turismo player to a professional race car driver. I saw the trailer for this. It actually looked pretty interesting. Orlando Bloom plays the Nissan marketing executive who recruits skilled video game players to turn them into real drivers. Oh, that's cool. And David Harbour is their trainer. I hear he's really good in it. Um, so there's that. Retribution is the second one. While driving his kids to school, Liam Neeson receives a call from a mysterious bomber that tells him his car is wired to explode. Okay? If so, anybody can handle that situation, it's definitely Liam it's Neeson. It's Liam Neeson. He yeah. must follow the bomber's orders to survive. Oh. Also follows Matthew Modine, uh, Jack Champion, and uh, Noma Dumizweni. Can't pronounce from The Watcher. Netflix is The Watcher. And then the, the other one that looks really good, Golda which is a biographical drama about Golda Meir, the Prime Minister of Israel during the Yom Kippur War of 1973. Helen Mirren is Golda. And it also stars Liv Schreiber and Camille Coton from Killing Eve. Oh, fun. That'll and be fun. Those are the three big ones. The big movies coming out? Yeah. Uh, well, Barbie is officially the highest grossing film of 2023. It had a domestic box office record of... $575.4 million. Look at that. Can you believe it? And you're going to be able, I think, to start streaming it by the end of the month. By really? Well, the end of next month. I already feel like it's September. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it already feel like September? I'm like, wow. It does. And then yesterday we talked about Heidi Klum and how she only eats 900 calories a day. Well, now she's coming out and saying that's not true. She actually kind of is a little more free with her diet and she doesn't calorie count. 
Who is this? Heidi Klum. Remember oh. yesterday we were like, she only eats 900 calories right. a day. And we were like, well, what's the max and what's the whatever? She said that's not true. Although I don't know. Uh, you know, she's very thin. Yeah. Pete yeah. Davidson is single again too, Jeff. Who was he dating? He was dating Chase Suey Wonders. I'm not sure exactly who that is, but... You know, he's been kind of making the rounds. Yesterday, Jeff and I were in here, too. We were watching the KTLA uh, entertainment news segment because we like to switch the TV around and watch different parts of the country. And they were talking about how Leonardo DiCaprio is now dating a 25-year-old supermodel again. The two of them went on a yogurt date in Montecito. It definitely has a type. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not old enough to go to the bar, so let's go get a yogurt. <laughs> Would you like me to take uh, you to yogurt? I want to go on a yogurt date with Leo. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cracking cute. up. You can get three toppings, okay? Yeah. Is that 900 calories or no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you mentioned Heidi Klum. Did you mention L. King? No, I didn't. She shared her weight loss and wellness journey since being 284 pounds at five foot three during her pregnancy in 2021. And she's had a noticeable transformation that started off slow by creating new habits and adding more workout routines with the trainer. And no, she is not taking Ozempic. Uh, she said, my brain just, I noticed that my brain just functions better on the days that I move my body. Some days I count stretch marks. Some days I hug, hug myself and say thank you to my body. Today is a kind day. I've been tiny. I've been huge. But right now I'm healthy. And that's the important thing. That's good. But good for her. Good for her. Yeah. All right. Another, I have another spoiler alert. <laughs> you are just full of it today, buddy. A lot buddy. of spoiler alerts. What okay. is happening? <laughs> okay. I don't want to ruin it for you. That's why I'm billboarding it. And just like that, oh. after a long wait, Kim Cattrall made her return to the Sex in the City spinoff. Hello, London. My flight's three hours delayed, Carrie. I won't be able to make it there in time. In time for what? The Last Supper. I was going to surprise you. Oh, my gosh. Well, you did. I'm very surprised. Now the fog finally lifted. But the crew maxed out. Oh, I am furious. Well, no, no, no. Don't worry. We'll just get together tomorrow. Honey, I just left Heathrow. I was flying back on the first flight in the morning. You were flying all the way to New York for an overnight? Well, it is your apartment, and I have to pay my respects. Put me on speaker. All right, you're on speaker. Thank you for everything, you fabulous flat. Samantha, do you have a British accent? Who's Samantha? This is Annabelle Bronstein. Ta and cheerio. And have a great night. Ta. Bye. There you go. That was from the season two finale. That's how it sounded when Carrie answered the phone. I heard that, like, Samantha just voiceover the part from like some booth or whatever like she just did like a little she wasn't even ever with the set like remember because they had all of this they didn't shoot it together yeah none of them shot it together she right. didn't go back she just kind of like phoned it in literally <laughs> and that concludes your end just like that spoiler alert yeah but it's coming back we told you earlier this week it's coming back for another season so you'll be able to see what happens maybe she'll finally catch that flight okay Mm. Yeah, they didn't exactly have chemistry in that scene, did they? No, not at not all. Not like the old days. Nope.
All right. Anything else on the E! News front? I don't think so. All right. We will leave it there for now. Oh, one quick thing. Just a quick thing. Tommy Lee oh, gosh. was very disappointed <laughs> in the now number what? of women bearing their breasts at the Motley Crue show in El Paso last Friday night. I don't know what's going on in El Paso, but he was he was not happy. Not a lot of women bearing their boobies. So he brought his wife, Brittany Furlon, on stage to flash the crowd. I want to see some big old <laughs> Where are they? I know somebody who ain't scared. I'm going to bring my wife out here to show you her <laughs> You guys ready for this? <laughs> Does that not get the party started? Let's go. No. Jesus. <laughs> no. Tommy Lee, ladies and gentlemen. And you're his wife, just like, yeah, babe, here I am. Hey, thanks for that. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> uh, All right. That's your latest D-News. More for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. Guess the real headline we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to the Cincinnati Tattoo Arts Festival. But first, Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. All right, here we go. It's time for Faker for Real. We have three headlines Two fake, one real. You get the real headline, and you are going to the Cincinnati Tattoo Arts Festival this weekend at the Duke Energy Center. So is the real headline A, a man was arrested for DUI wearing a T-shirt that said, I'm the reason the beer's always gone. Is it B, a grown man got a DUI on a power wheel? Or is it C, a guy got a DUI on the bumper cars at Stricker's Grove? B. C? Yes. C is in cat? No, B is in boy. Oh, yeah, you're right. Correct. You are Yay. right. I do have to tell you, though, A was right also. I had to leave that in because I thought it was hilarious that he it had on the T-shirt funny. that said, I'm the reason the beer's always gone. <laughs> Immediately, I thought of someone that needs to wear that shirt as well. Right. My brother-in-law, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see if I can find him one. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Christmas present. All right. Well, I'll start with that then. If you're dumb enough to go out drinking and drive drunk, you're probably not smart enough to dress appropriately for an encounter with the police. In this case, a 41-year-old man in Florida named James Rick Ricks Jr. was pulled over for speeding earlier this month, and he was wearing a T-shirt that said, I'm the reason the beer's always gone. James sped past a police cruiser going 89 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour zone. They uh, lit him up, tried to pull him over. He tried to shake him before finally giving up. 
He failed several field sobriety tests and was later found to be almost three times over the legal limit. Mm. James was charged with DUI and fleeing to elude a law enforcement officer. He also got traffic citations for unlawful speed and possession of an open container in a vehicle. And in his mugshot, you can see the beer shirt in the video. Uh, But hey, you know, on the plus side, while he's locked up, the beer won't be gone. That's, <laughs> That's good. true. And say what you will about this guy, but he's still a kid at heart. A 51-year-old named John McKee got arrested in Indiana the other day for driving under the influence. But the story is what he was driving. A cop pulled him over around 9 p.m. on Wednesday when they saw him driving down the street <laughs> in a power wheel. Oh, God. He must not pow, weigh pow, very power much wheels, because pow, pow, power wheels. they don't go very fast. They, they haven't released a photo of it, but apparently it was a power wheel Jeep. Oh, yeah. We had one. I won one of those at our Christmas party one year. Yeah, it was the kind you might have had when you were five. Yeah. The cop noted the power wheel was hard to see because it didn't have any lights or reflectors on it. So, again, mm. just to be clear, it is not street legal. He got arrested after he failed a sobriety test, and then they tested him at the hospital, and they discovered he had meth in his system. Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that so now he's facing charges for operating a vehicle while intoxicated, and the punishment could be stiffer than usual because he has a previous conviction for it, too. Well, okay. So there you go. All right. Make that 13 after 7. And coming up next, new stuff from Miley Cyrus. First, it's Dua Lipa. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.